I'm Paul Wagner. Join me as I dig deep into the mysterious case of the Potomac River Rapist. Listen to Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's award-winning American Nightmare podcast series, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Look at the numbers as Prince George's County curfew for juveniles is set to end on Wednesday. I'm Acacia James. Also on WTOP this early hour. How a high school program helped some local students make history. I'm Scott Gelman. President of an L.A. County Council steps down over racist remarks caught on tape. Wall Street begins on a down note. Asian stocks lower. Five o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour. Presented by Indeed.com. I'm Vicki Barker in London. In Ukraine, air raid sirens have gone off in multiple cities as exhausted citizens brace for another day of Russian attacks. We'll be more careful now. When the sirens sound, we'll go straight to the shelter. G7 leaders are meeting in an emergency session on Ukraine today. Among a number of initiatives on the diplomatic front, says CBS's White House correspondent Stephen Portnoy. The virtual call bringing all the G7 leaders together with Ukraine's president, as the U.N. General Assembly is being asked to vote on a resolution condemning Russia's purported annexation of parts of eastern Ukraine. Russia can't veto measures adopted by the Assembly the way it could block action in the Security Council, but Moscow can exert pressure on countries to not support a measure. More fallout from an explosive leaked recording in Los Angeles. A prominent labor leader has now resigned after he was heard in the racially charged conversation with some council members and the city council president. She's resigned. KCBS TV reporter Tom Waite has more. Now, former council president Nuri Martinez can be heard making racist insults against councilman Mike Bonin's two-year-old son. Martinez suggests the child was acting inappropriately during the Kingdom Day parade back in 2017 and then calls him a little monkey in Spanish. At a school board meeting in Uvalde, Texas last night, emotions running high over the retirement of the school superintendent. He was in charge at the time of the mass shooting, which left 19 of his his students and two of his teachers dead. Reporter Chris Fox has more. Dr. Hal Harrell announced his retirement hours after the Uvalde School District suspended its entire police department Friday. Inside the Monday night school board meeting, Marissa Lozano's sister, Irma Garcia, one of the teachers killed. You failed to protect Irma, Eva, and those 19 babies. Oath Keepers leader Stuart Rhodes and four co-defendants back in court in Washington today over their parts in the January 6th storming of the U.S. Capitol building. Rhodes and four co-defendants face the serious charge of seditious conspiracy. Prosecutors say they conspired for weeks after Donald Trump lost the 2020 presidential election to stop the transfer of power to Joe Biden. They're also accused of entering the Capitol in combat gear. The five have pleaded not guilty. CBS's Christopher Cruz. Earthquakes, gang violence, corruption, and now cholera. Don't pity the people of Haiti. Help them, says UN spokesman Stefan Dujard. The current humanitarian response plan for Haiti 2022 remains severely underfunded. It's about uh, under 20%. Currently, we urgently appeal for funds from the international community to address the cholera outbreak. Armed gangs have been hampering relief efforts. This is CBS News. If you need to hire, you need Indeed, because Indeed's all-in-one hiring solution helps you attract, interview, and hire candidates all from one place. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. 3 here and it's Tuesday morning the 11th of October. We're looking at sunny and pleasant conditions today. Highs in the low to mid 70s. And good morning. I'm Joan Jones. And I'm Nick Ainelli. 
The top local stories we're following this hour. Data finds that when it comes to traffic stops, black drivers are more likely than white drivers to be pulled over by police in Virginia. While black drivers make up 19.5% of the state's driving age population, nearly 31% of the drivers stopped by police in a recent nine-month period were black. The stops involved Virginia State, local police, and sheriff's offices. The study is by the State Department of Criminal Justice. Hispanics were also stopped at higher rates, making up nearly 9% of the driving age population. They were 9.5% of the total number of drivers stopped. White drivers make up more than 64% of the driving age population and were the subjects of 57% of the traffic stops. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Traffic will start moving over the new nice Middleton Bridge over the Potomac tomorrow. Now, the old bridge is set to be demolished starting on Thursday, but that will depend on a court hearing today. The timeline is spelled out in court documents filed on behalf of the Maryland Transportation Authority in response to a lawsuit. The suit asks for a temporary restraining order to stop the old bridge from being torn down so it can be used by bicyclists and pedestrians. The hearing is taking place in U.S. District Court in Baltimore. As for the new bridge's opening, no public announcements have been made, but the Freelance Star reports invitations have been sent out for a Wednesday ribbon-cutting ceremony, after which Governor Larry Hogan will lead the first cars over the bridge. Michelle Bash, WTOP News. Campaign 2022 on WTOP, Maryland's Republican nominee for governor, Dan Cox, has withdrawn from a political event called Unite the Right, which is the same name, of course, as the white supremacist rally that turned deadly in Charlottesville in 2017. Organizers of that concert and rally said that it was meant to bring a fractured Maryland Republican Party together for the closing weeks of the campaign. Well, after learning of the name, Cox and his running mate, Gordana Schifanelli, denounced the event, saying they wouldn't be associated with anything that is reminiscent of the unspeakable tragedy that took place in Charlottesville. WTOP News Time, now 5.05. Tomorrow, enforcement of the juvenile curfew locally in Prince George's County is set to end. So how effective has it been so far? The curfew applies to children under 17, and so far, officials have issued four violations in the past month. Carjackings decreased during curfew hours, which are 10 p.m. to 5 a.m. Sunday through Thursday, and 11.59 p.m. to 5 a.m. Friday and Saturday. The county also reported zero homicides during those hours in the first three weeks. It's not clear if the decrease in crime is directly related to the curfew. According to the Washington Post, the first three violations were for gunfire, a traffic violation, and being caught outside during curfew hours. The most recent was for a 14-year-old driving his mother's car without permission. The county executive's office will soon provide an update on the next steps for the curfew. Acacia James, WTOP News. Charges have been filed against a stepfather in the death of a man in Upper Marlboro last week. Police were called to a home on Queen Anne Bridge Road early Friday morning where they found the body of 53-year-old Kelly McClary. He had been beaten and stabbed and was pronounced dead at the scene. 68-year-old Jamie Porras, McClary's stepfather, has been charged with first and second degree murder. He's being held without bond. WTOP at 5.07, an update on traffic and weather in just one minute. 
Arcfield was created to serve a single purpose, to solve the most complex and demanding national security and space-related challenges. And while our name might be new, we've been trusted to do just that for more than six decades, standing shoulder to shoulder with our government partners across all markets to take on our nation's most imminent threats. With core capabilities in systems engineering and integration, mission assurance, and C5 ISR, we're setting the trajectory for space and hypersonic mission success. Learn more at arcfield.com. Anywhere fans go to cheer on their team, there are behind-the-scenes MVPs, ensuring everything is game-day ready. We see you, Joe, fixing seats so every fan can enjoy every game. And Allie, who keeps her stadium running smoothly from the moment the first game starts to the last play of the season. At Granger, you're our MVPs, and we're always here for you. With supplies and solutions for every industry and 24-7 customer support. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. WTOP at 508. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8s now. Let's get you started off here with Jack in the traffic center. That is a tough ride early this morning right now in Virginia on 66 going in the eastbound direction. What we think is going through that milling and paving project it could be the last of the paving. It's 66 east out near the Beltway. You're going to find the inner loop ramp blocked. You're going to find only the left lane is getting by. You're going to find a posted detour to get yourself on 66 east from the Beltway to the inner loop. Just watch for that huge, very unexpected delay this morning as you ride eastbound. We've been good to go otherwise out of Gainesville headed back into Fairfax 95 you're looking good coming up out of Falmouth moving through Woodbridge into Springfield no early troubles on 395 riding up toward the inbound 14th Street Bridge you will find the work in Tyson's on the inner loop of the Beltway kind of getting used to it now between 123 and Dallas Toll Road two right lanes will get you by at this early hour volumes light enough it is not causing any kind of a delay good ride early in Maryland on the Beltway no troubles through Montgomery or Prince George's counties 270s off to a good start coming out of Frederick headed toward the lane divide. We do have our paving going on in Annapolis. 50 going westbound between Cape St. Clair Road and Baydale Drive. You've got the right lane taken away and the on-ramp from Cape St. Clair on to 50 West remains closed within that work zone. No troubles for now. Downtown, we're looking pretty good across the freeway. DC 295, I-295. There's police activity in Northeast. Minnesota Avenue is closed between Ames Street and Clay Place. And we had a crash in Northeast reported to be eastbound on Rhode Island Avenue at 4th Street in Northeast. Whether you're moving down the street, across the country, or around the world, Interstate Moving's been delivering quality moves you can trust for over 75 years. Visit their website at moveinterstate.com. Jack Taylor, WTOP Traffic. Chad Merrill's got our forecast. Another stellar day shaping up across the nation's capital, even warmer than yesterday. We're going for highs in the mid-70s this afternoon. Clear skies, not nearly as chilly tonight with temperatures in the mid-50s. Increasing clouds, a little bit more humid on Wednesday with mid-70s. Warm front comes through, a couple of showers early on Thursday. That'll be followed by another round of rain later in the day, perhaps a rumble of thunder with mid-70s. Friday, we'll have sunshine in the morning, partly sunny skies in the afternoon, highs near 70. I'm Storm Team 4, Chad Merrill. You're waking up to 50 degrees straight up in our nation's capital outside the WTOP studios. Brought to you this check by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. 510 now and hundreds of guns, including a growing number of ghost guns, have been recovered from the streets of Montgomery County so far this year. 
The number of ghost guns seized is more than double the number recovered all of last year. A total of 918 guns were recovered by the police department the beginning of this year through September 15th, and 148 of those were ghost guns. That's Montgomery County Council President Gabe Albernoz. Coast guns bought online and assembled at home were made illegal in Maryland in June. Some students locally in Prince William County would say the grass is greener at their schools. You see, these students are learning how to be turf managers. It was like a momentous occasion. Liz Rice, a junior in the Brentsville District High School turf grass program, was part of the first all-female volunteer grounds crew during the Little League Softball World Series. You don't understand and appreciate everything that goes into the grounds crew until you do it yourself. Program director Drew Miller says students in the high school program prep sports fields and manage school grounds. That's why we created this program was to sort of bring awareness to the groundskeeper. Miller says it's the only turf grass management program in Northern Virginia, and it's won several awards since he was hired in 2016. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. Students in Prince George's County Schools have access now to health care at school through a free telehealth program. Now when students aren't feeling well, the school nurse can initiate a telehealth visit with a doctor, get a prescription, or speak with a therapist using Hazel Health, the country's largest provider of tele, uh, telehealth for children. That program started yesterday for students in middle schools. It begins for high schools on October 24th. Parents will also be able to access Hazel free of charge Monday through Friday, 7 in the morning till 5 in the afternoon if their child becomes ill at home. Seems demand for picture books these days explaining traumatic events like school shootings to children has been on the rise lately. Publishers say sales for young readers on violence, grief, and emotions have increased for nine straight years. Nearly six million copies, in fact, were sold last year, they say. The books can help young readers process anxiety and depression. Barnes & Noble says this morning it sees interest in these type of books rise and fall depending on local and national headlines. Coming up here on WTOP, a police impersonator is being sought in a Maryland town. It's 513. Cordia Partners helps nonprofit organizations modernize their accounting technology and their finance operations so they can focus on serving others. Our team becomes your accounting team to save you time and resources. I'm Scott Kovarovics, the executive director of the Isaac Walton League of America. The mission of the Isaac Walton League is to conserve and restore the nation's woods, waters, and wildlife. We're a leader nationally on citizen science focused on reducing water pollution and improving water quality. We help volunteers all across the country with online tools, on-the-ground training, help developing change campaigns. Citizen science uh, is, uh, is usually important, and we've been doing that since 1922. Cordy has provided a full range of accounting services and helped the Isaac Walton League modernize legacy accounting systems. Access the best accounting process, people, and technology to help your nonprofit succeed. Cordia, C-O-R-D-I-A, partners.com. Unyang and Jumiel Labanji here. Every morning, News for Today is working for you the minute you wake up. Getting you up to speed on the big stories happening in your neighborhood before you head out the door. And I'm Chuck Bell, preparing you with your hour-by-hour -hour Storm Team 4 forecast and making sure your kids are bus stop ready. Melissa Malay here, getting you where you need to be on time with first four traffic reports. We're making your mornings a little easier. Working for you weekday mornings from 4 to 7 on News for Today. Moments. They surround us, intersecting every day, every instant. Moments that can change us forever. 
In a region where news is never-ending, a singular sound defines our moments. A constant signal delivering the top news right at your fingertips when you need it most. For better, for worse, always connected. Our legacy is the future and we'll never miss a moment. WTOP News, 103.5 FM. Hi, I'm Jeff Dick, Chairman and CEO of Main Street Bank, here to talk to you about relationship banking. For business owners, it's a serious matter. A good relationship with your banker, your accountant, and your attorney is critical. Knowing your banker will be there for you in good times and in not-so-good times makes all the difference in the world. Visit mstreetbank.com. Main Street Bank. We bank where you breathe. Main Street Bank. Member FDIC. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 515 now, and here is Dave Johnson. Well, uh, bus fumes, I think, around the uh, commanders. Uh, at least that's how it seems. Doubt head coach Rob Rivera meant it, but it felt like Carson Wentz thrown under the bus, and we're talking about it they, uh, this morning. Uh, Rob Rivera asked why the team not further along with other teams uh, in the NFC East. One-word answer. Uh, quarterback didn't sit well with a lot of folks. Later this morning, we'll hear from Alex Smith former Washington quarterback who was saying, wait a minute here, uh, the blame has to be spread around. Uh, after all, Rob Rivera, defensive coach, and it's a defense right now that if you look at some of the numbers, not performing very well. And again, the commanders 1-4. and four. Matt Rule, uh, head coach Carolina Panthers, just fired at 1-4. and four. So on WTOP.com, Rob Woodfork, advice on how Ron Rivera can save his job. Now, Ron Rivera did say no regrets about trading for Carson Wentz. Now, the Chiefs fired up last night. Uh, by a strange call, a, a roughing the passer call against them. It did not seem like the right call. They rallied for a 30-29 win over the Raiders. Last night in Charlotte, uh, Christophs Porzingis, what a first half. He it was 3-for-3 three three behind the arc, had 20 points. Uh-oh, but he also had to leave the games. He turned his ankle before halftime, so... Uh, not believed to be serious, but uh, need to keep him healthy. Dave Johnson, WTLP Sports. Among the top stories we're following for you on WTLP this morning. President Biden spoke with Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky yesterday after a barrage of Russian missiles destroyed targets in cities across Ukraine. President Biden pledged to continue providing Ukraine with money and supplies, including advanced air defense systems. The Supreme Court will hear arguments today this Tuesday over a California animal cruelty law that could raise the cost of bacon and other pork products nationwide. Case involving a California law that says pork sold in the state needs to come from pigs whose mothers were raised with at least 24 square feet of space. An analysis of traffic stops by Virginia police has found that black drivers were stopped at far higher rates than white drivers. All police departments and sheriff's offices are required by law to collect the racial traffic stop data. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. WTOP at 518. Traffic and weather on the 8th and when it breaks, let's check in now with Jack Tate. You know, thank you. We've got the work clearing in Virginia. Two spots. First on the Beltway Interloop down near 123 Chain Bridge Road. Two right lanes have been getting by through the overnight. Right now, we've got the uh, crew working in the left lane, backing up and picking up all the cones. Kind of similar situation, but not as fast. 66 headed in the eastbound direction near the Beltway. The work is clearing from the right side of the roadway. That ramp to the Interloop had been blocked. There are cones still kind of forcing you off to the left side, but it does look a little messy at this point, so please be 
very careful. Take it easy. Make sure those speeds are down. It is already very, very slow before Nutley Street as you approach the Beltway. You'll find 95s off to a good start so far early this morning. No troubles yet from Falmouth through Springfield. Looking good on 395 all the way up toward the 14th Street Bridge. No troubles on the George Washington Parkway late. We have a crash in the district northeast. Rhode Island Avenue eastbound at 4th Street. Minnesota Avenue is closed in northeast between Clay Place and Ames Street. This unfortunately due to police activity this morning. All right, no real worries across the freeway for now. We're still quiet on DC 295 and I-295. We'd had some work in Maryland out toward Annapolis causing a little delay. West 50 between Cape St. Clair and Baydale Drive. You've got the right lane taken away, but the on-ramp from Cape St. Clair onto 50 West blocked inside that work zone. That should be in the wrap-up stages. Hopefully here within the next half hour or so or even quicker would be great. Out of Frederick, you're looking good on 270 South, headed toward the Lane Divide. Good-looking trip right now between the Beltways, both 95 and the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. Don't miss legendary Washington quarterback Joe Theismann at WAPA's Federal Summit and Annual Member Meeting. Learn more at waepa.org. Jack Taylor, WTOP Traffic. Let's check in now with Storm Team 4 meteorologist Chad Merrill for the forecast. And Dean and Jane, we have a beautiful day shaping up temperatures this afternoon in the mid-70s. So if you like the warm weather, you'll like today's temperatures. Tonight, only dropping back into the mid-50s. We're back in the mid-70s on Wednesday. A couple of showers early and then late on Thursday, 70s once again. Behind that front, not much cold air with highs near 70 on Friday. Low to mid-70s over the weekend. So no signs of chilly fall weather until Believe it or not, Tuesday of next week. It is only 39 at Dulles International, but warmer than yesterday at this time. 45 at BWI Marshall and 48 at Reagan National Airport. All right, thanks, Chad. As always, Chad Merrill, WTOP Weather, Storm Team 4. We are looking at 50 degrees. You're waking up to in our nation's capital right now. Outside the WTOP studios, brought to you this check by Lynn the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Check him out. Lynn, the plumber, coming up on WTOP this early Tuesday morning for you. Why a middle schooler is being charged with a hate crime. The it's always the right time deal. Hey, want to go to Mickey D's for lunch? Ooh, let's go now. <laughs> but it's not lunchtime yet. If we're going to McDonald's, it's always the right time. Yeah, it's hard to argue with that. There's a deal for every lunch hour at McDonald's. And there's a classic for every craving. Mix and match two for just $3.50. Like a McChicken, a McDouble, or a hot and spicy McChicken. Price of participation may vary. Single item at regular price. Cannot be combined with any other offer. When you see someone sipping on a crisp, refreshing drink from McDonald's, you may suddenly crave one, too. <laughs> and that's normal. It's more than a drink. It's a McDonald's drink. All your ice-cold go-to drinks are here whenever that mood hits. From classic Coca-Cola to a sparkling Sprite to a sweet, sweet tea. Get any size for just $1.39, only at McDonald's. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. National Industries for the Blind, or NIB, is the largest employment resource for people who are blind. And they're creating American jobs, good jobs with competitive wages, training and development too. NIB helps thousands of Americans who are blind, including our nation's veterans, hear those two wonderful words. You're hired. Learn more about this great American workforce at nib.org slash workforce. 
veterans, you may have earned a variety of VA benefits. Did you know VA can help you further your education and pursue professional training? The Home Loan Guarantee Program can help you buy, repair, or adapt a home. VA provides housing support if you find yourself homeless or at risk of homelessness. And don't forget world-class health care. Learn more about these and other VA benefits. Visit choose.va.gov. This is WTOP News. It's now 523, and Anne Arundel County Police are looking for a man who pretended to be a police officer and then robbed another man. Police say a man wearing sweatpants approached another man sitting in a car on Crane Highway, saying that he was an undercover officer, and he asked for ID. As that victim was taking out his license, the suspect snatched his wallet and ran. Police say a true undercover police officer will never break their cover. Anyone with information is being asked to contact Anne Arundel County Police and Northern District Detectives. A 13-year-old student at Woodbridge's Ripon Middle School is charged this morning with a hate crime. Investigators say this is connected to an assault on a classmate last month. The school resource officer says during class, the student apparently used a homophobic slur against another 13-year-old boy before trying to rip the victim's face mask off. The case will be handled through juvenile court services. Emotions are running high again in Uvalde, Texas, where the town appears to be split over the retirement of the school superintendent that had been in charge at the time of the mass shooting that left 19 students and two teachers dead. Dr. Hal Harrell announced his retirement hours after the Uvalde school district suspended its entire police department Friday due to its failed response to the mass shooting. Former Robb Elementary fourth grade teacher Nicole Ogburn survived and supports him. I don't think change- I think think we're stronger. I don't think he needs to be the change. A very different scene inside the Monday night school board meeting. Marissa Lozano's sister, Irma Garcia, one of the teachers killed. You failed to protect Irma, Eva, and those 19 babies. Your poor judgment and leadership cost people their lives. Chris Fox for CBS News, Austin. 524 on WTOP. In Los Angeles, the city government is embroiled in controversy following the leak of an audio involving three, and audio that is involving three council members in a racist discussion. In the taped conversation, the three council members, all Latino, talk about the adopted black son of a white fellow council member. There are disparaging remarks about the child's behavior during a Martin Luther King Day parade. At one point, the child is referred to in Spanish as a little monkey. All three have apologized but are rejecting calls to step down. One of the three, Nuri Martinez, has resigned her leadership position as council president. Steve Futterman, CBS News, Los Angeles. Money news at 25 and 55. Russian hackers have apparently disabled the websites for more than a dozen of the nation's largest airports, including Atlanta's Hartsfield-Jackson Airport. But it appears actual air travel was not affected and none of the D.C. area airports were affected at all. The hacking group known as Killnet has claimed responsibility. The housing market has slowed significantly, and Jeff Claybaugh says that buyers and sellers have noticed. A Fannie Mae survey this month shows just 19% of consumers asked think this is a good time to buy a house. 75% still think it's a good time to sell. Where prices are heading is unclear, but 35% of consumers surveyed now think prices will fall in the next 12 months. And only 9% of consumers surveyed think that mortgage rates will go down in the next 12 months. Money News is brought to you by General Dynamics IT. Join GDIT to grow your career beyond your imagination in government, defense, health, and intelligence. Evolve your world. Apply now at GDIT.com careers. 
WTOP News Time, 526. What does 25 cents back on every purchase mean to you? A free lunch? That gadget you've been eyeing. A night out with the fellas. With your Premise Perks checking account, you get 25 cents back with every purchase using your debit card and zero ATM, overdraft, or annual fees. With this completely free account, you can watch the money roll in with every swipe and find the freedom to go further with your cash. Premise, the bank that gets it right. Premise is a member FDIC. ATM transactions do not count towards debit card rewards.